You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. You don't know about the, the other side of the pyramid? The fifth side? It's called the floor, you dumbass. <laughs> I just want to make sure he realizes there is a fifth side of the pyramid. And I believe none of them, which makes me an expert. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Cryptic Conspiracy Cult episode. This is your host, Chris Morrison. And today I am joined with my friend, Alex Stiff. Hello, hello. We have been busy working to get all our podcasts in a row, trying to get as much info out as much. But we did have a good Christmas, so we did take a nice little break on that, nice little holiday. Yes, yes. Finally back out in 2023, getting all the network stuff squared away. Chris and I having brainstorm sessions of, okay, let's do all this. We maximize things. So it's going to be a fun year. Maximize productivity. Synergy. (laughs) Synergy, synergy, synergy. (laughs) What is synergy? It's when you yell at the lesser. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that the conspiracy today? Yeah. No, today uh, we're going to be changing it up a little bit to add into our uh, little mini series about uh aliens the greatest conspiracy <laughs> or cryptid you, you never know i i lean more toward i don't know are they their own thing yes they are their own thing but in west virginia one of their cryptids is actually an alien the flatwoods monster is considered a cryptid okay but it is an alien all right. Interesting. So, but no, we will be talking about not just uh, aliens, but the history of aliens in film uh, and how they're kind of represented. Very broadly. Yes. Very fucking yeah. broad, because that was one of the things I was looking up real quick right before we started, because that's kind of like the joke on Couch Potatoes is like, you know, even, even though that's like a show about movies and TV and comic books. I watch a lot more TV and read more comic books than watched movies. I'm not that much of a movie buff, whereas Chris, that's his bread and butter. My back literally hurts from carrying the show. <laughs> not anymore, <laughs> goddammit. That's part of the reason. That's one of the reasons I've been like, okay, we need to strategize. Yes. I got more of this. Let's do this. But um, no, when I was looking it up, I just pulled up a Wikipedia page of like every extraterrestrial film or like a movie that had one in it. And there was mm. a bunch of egregious shit, like Spider-Man movies movies that had venom in it mm-hmm. was because venom is an alien symbiote yeah. so it's like there was a lot of egregious answers but i was mm-hmm. kind of weeding through the bullshit and yeah there's not a very distinct paint by numbers not even paint by numbers but there's not even distinct attributes between alien to alien to alien yes um so like kind of go into it so aliens in film actually go back all the way to the turn of the century the 1900s um in stories of in the in the film industry when it first really started coming out one of the first movies ever made was from the earth to the moon which is a jules verne story about us going to space and there is a vague alien-like dark shadowy creature that you don't really see it's mainly played on fear and we've talked about this in length on the couch potatoes uh and also in our uh other alien part one episode check that out um what does the alien look like uh so going back to like the late 40s into the 50s during the eisenhower administration 
you have Roswell, which happens, and you have your your Greys, your standard X Files looking alien or South what I call the South Park alien, which is always in the background. And see, and it, well, the thing is, is, when I think about aliens, that's one of the first things I think of is the traditional Gray. Yeah, that that's the first thing that comes to mind. Hollow eyes, big head, small body, maybe three or four fingers. Yeah, uh, you don't really see their feet. <laughs> they don't no. wear. Clo- they never wear clothes. They're just genderless. Nudists. Yeah, they're nudist, genderless fucking stick men. Um, and I kind of think that that is just the blase throw throwaway that we get, and then it just gets worse right. from that on. And uh, it kind of plays on the fears that we see in film. Um, going into that though, uh, you actually have a poster of one of the greatest alien movies of all time, The Age of Asian from Mars. Yes, and it is the giant headed aliens that are green, sharp teeth, pupils with eyes. You know, and it is kind of visceral to look at because yeah. they are carrying a bitch too but like, <laughs> but like it, it, it was the it's the scare factor it's like how scary can we make them and god knows they are fucking terrifying yeah going into it and it looked like they were kind of the basis for the uh Mar- well the aliens or martians from mars attacks yes the big brain and it's just like let's kill doves and soldiers and shit and jack black <laughs> <laughs> uh and you play it on to that you have those early 30s and 40s all the way up to the 50s and early 60s with the colorized storylines. The greatest story of aliens uh, is the War of the Worlds and how it kind of just spread terror across the land just as a radio show. But when we first see them in film, you don't really see the aliens. You just see the ships that walk mm-hmm. across the ground. We actually don't see those aliens until that Tom Cruise movie came out, and one of this like pops out of the fucking ship and is like. You also have Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yes, and with those, it, it kind of they they were kind of hamstrung on what they were doing with the aliens because the aliens had to be defeated. The aliens had to be evil, evil uh, the whole fucking time. Uh, and it, and what I like about it is. You had all these guys who are coming and directing these campy horror films because that's what they are. Alien movies are horror films. And just trying their best to be like, what's the scariest fucking thing that could fall out of the sky? And a lot of them play on um, actually Central American and South American uh, totems. Okay. So um, to get away from the ancient alien assholes, uh, what they do is the the characterizations old civilizations use with headdresses and stuff like that were like all right let's make that the alien that's what what if their head was actually the headdress itself right so we get that with like the egyptian bullshit and the central american and aztecs mines and stuff and so it kind of carries over in film a little bit so you get these aliens with these large heads or anthropomorphic bodies you know look like caricatures of what a human should look like right and it, it it plays so well in the whole vastness of space that you could do whatever you want with it. Like if you were to make an alien movie and I was to make an alien movie, our aliens would look totally fucking different. Absolutely. Yeah. So like mine would be generally dangerous. Like mine would have the acid blood. Mine would have probably six fucking arms and crawl on the walls. Closer to what you see in alien. Yeah. Yeah. Alien. So that's, that's my jam because right. the alien isn't smart. It didn't create its own thing. It's just been hitchhiking across the universe, <laughs> slaughtering people. That's my favorite alien. A cockroach. Yeah. The cockroach alien, as opposed to like your villain aliens, you know, like your brainiacs and like DC and stuff like that, who are fucking smart, who, want to kill you for a reason uh in literature though when it comes to aliens there is a planned act so 
uh, going into before the days of George Lucas, where aliens is a federation of planets. You know, there's an empire upon an empire of all these different aliens getting along with these white people in space, which they shouldn't because <laughs> British Nazis are the empire. Uh, but what he got inspiration from was stuff like Buck Rogers mm-hmm. and uh, Flash Gordon and stuff like that from the uh, 30s radio plays and comics and stuff like that, where you saw an alien or in a play or whatever, and it had to be a guy in a suit. Right. And we need to simplify that as much as possible. A good one is uh, Bosk from fucking Star Wars is actually just a runoff character from Star Trek, who's actually just a runoff character from Buck Rogers. <laughs> so it's like, hey, who's that? That's a guy with a lizard head. That's an alien. Nah, that's just a lizard. <laughs> no, it's an alien, goddammit. Because <laughs> I said so. Since I said so. It, you kind of play on the whole fantasy aspect of what your kids want to see and stuff like that. I was like, oh, shit, do you see Captain Kirk fight that alien? He fucking whooped his ass. He fought that, beat him with a rock. It's fucking brutal as shit. <laughs> as opposed to like Star Wars, when you see some of the aliens, they, some are terrifying, uh, especially the one we saw in, I believe... Uh, Mandalorian season one, mm. the one with the horns by Clancy Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. A devil alien that literally looks terrifying. It does, which so, was a callback to uh, one of the uh, devil aliens we see in A New Hope. Even yeah, and that go, going into A New Hope, we see more variety of aliens in that movie alone, probably in the whole series, because they're all in a bar. Yeah. It's just like, hey, what's that? It's a furry guy. What's that? Oh, that's like a quartet that just jams out every night here. You know, they're like, like a bunch of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, he got stabbed. Fuck, man, we got to get out of here. <laughs> I would love them to play just another fucking song. <laughs> play the same song. All right, same song. Here we go. And I remember, like, one, you remember that one alien who had the... Uh, it looked like just a giant like rubber thing. It had two eyes at the top. It looked like a tongue almost going like this, but it had two eyes at the very top. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Weirdest fucking looking yeah. alien of all like, time. Rrr, 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 rrr. And, like, I like how everybody just understood each other. Yeah. Every time, like Han Solo just knew what this giant dog was saying the whole time. Sup, Joey? <laughs> yeah, right? Really? Taxes? Is this what we, we talk about this now, you fucking prick? And like, no point did Luke men like... Would, be an, would a Wookiee be an alien? Yeah, he's another alien. He's from another planet. Yeah, they're all from other planets. Han so, so okay, so let, let's. That's kind of where I wanted to lead with that. Is what defines an alien? Anything that isn't human. So is an insect an alien? Yes. In in the if it comes from space, yes. <laughs> okay, so now there's another quantifier. It has to come from space. Yes. Not like a alien person. Who, what if it was something that was living underground? That kind of goes into the conspiracy in another another way. Mm-hmm. Uh, did aliens come before man? Right. So going into that version of aliens, uh, which this is this is a part of the History Channel I really fucking hate, is aliens were here, built the fucking pyramids, went underground, or went back to space, or just died out. And humans haven't done shit for like six thousand years. <laughs> and then 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 the year two thousand came, and we're finally getting our shit together. And it's right. just like that is total fucking bullshit uh, I, I recommend anyone check out uh, this YouTuber named Billiam oh god and, and he's, he goes hardcore in the paint with these old Discovery Channel and History yeah. Channel documentaries and like like I talked about those old Discovery Channel ones, you know, the mermaids, the the dragons and stuff. I know you when you watch them from a from a far third person view, you understand what they're trying to say. They're like, if they were real, this is what would happen. But that's not how it's sold. No. 
instead of suing yesterday <laughs> for fucking false advertising, I would sue Discovery Channel for, <laughs> for yelling fire in the theater for saying mermaids were real <laughs> and dragons were real and shit. So, so like, false advertising, false products. <laughs> well, see, and people can discredit, you know, all those, you know, ancient alien type yeah. shows, all that stuff, and be like, oh, well, you know, clearly it was done with satire. No, my grandmother was one of those type people that was like, oh, it's the History Channel. This is education. And saw it as such. Mm -hmm. And saw the information that they were providing on there, an extension of education. So she was, any of that kind of stuff that came on, I remember her kind of taking it. Yeah. Well, here's a great question uh, for this, just not just this episode, but for the thing. Do you believe intelligent aliens exist? And if so, did they visit Earth at any time? I know it's a hard question. It is. Mainly because... you don't want to sound like you eat saltines in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's difficult only because I would like to believe that we are not the only things mm -hmm. here. Is that just a symptom of the human condition mm -hmm. wanting something larger out there? Or... Have we seen small instances like what you're saying? You know, have they already visited at some point? No. I, if I want to look at it for like, if someone has a gun to my head and is just like, you have to give me an answer, what is your honest to God truth belief? Yeah. I don't think there would be aliens. Okay. But I am not closed off to the point of being shown and proven wrong that there were. And if there eventually was proven to be some, I wouldn't be sitting here going, well, damn, maybe, well, fuck. Yeah. I, I, I kind of felt like it, but all right, word. It, it's, it's maybe that 5% faith, but, yeah. no, I, but in no way would I say I'm a hardcore believer that no. there are aliens. Well, there's a there's kind of a simple saying when it comes to the idea of, of aliens. One is, are we alone in the universe is terrifying. Mm -hmm. We are not alone in the universe is equally fucking terrifying because uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, which I take with a grain of salt on a lot of stuff, said, if intelligent life was to make contact with us, it would be like Columbus coming to the Americas. Right. It would be bad. Yeah. And that's usually how it's portrayed in movies, which I love. It's just, <laughs> just like, hey, look, we made contact in aliens. Why the fuck did you do that, you dumb bitch? Like, not, not all of them are E.T. No, not, no. E.T., probably fucking evil, because he, his whole planet just showed the fuck up, and he just communicated with a record player and an umbrella. <laughs> and like a fucking speaking spell. He took, he took simple shit and made an interstellar communication. And they're just like, why did he get dropped off? Is he like the dumb one? Maybe. And, oh, another thing that E.T. can do, he could suck the life out of you. Literally suck the life out of a child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's friendly as shit. Everyone cries with the alien. No, the government was chopping his ass up for a reason because he's killing that kid. <laughs> And fuck, fuck uh, George Lucas and all them for trying to give Steven them Spielberg. Steven Spielberg for giving them fucking walkie talkies and not shotguns <laughs> when they redid the edits. Bullshit, bullshit. Those motherfuckers would have shot them kids immediately because that thing would have sucked the life out of all them kids. But he got a flying bicycle, Chris. Everything's okay. That was radiation. <laughs> <laughs>
that poor little boy died of leukemia later. <laughs> but uh, but that even being a representation of you know literally an extraterrestrial in a film, and yeah. even that one was pretty unique. Yeah, it's friendly. It's extremely friendly. It's like a Buena's dog almost. Yeah, and you feel it. Steven Spielberg is really good at that kind of flipping a genre on its head a little bit, kind of like, hey, let me make a Christmas movie, but let me make it horrifying, <laughs> you know, like Gremlins, but like. Or let's do a fun day at the beach with a shark. <laughs> so he's really good at doing that one thing. And with E.T. being so sympathetic, I think it kind of lulls people into kind of a, a safety thing about, yes, if aliens did exist, we could you know reach across the aisle and be friends with them as opposed to james cameron where it's going to fuck your face and <laughs> blow out of your goddamn chest <laughs> yeah, yeah how do we kill it flamethrowers in space <laughs> hey but uh, there's no oxygen in space no but there's oxygen in the capsule and we could all die oh good thing they invented the such and such device and not kill us all <laughs> I was just recently watching a, uh, a YouTuber who does he reviews movies, and this poor girl is just crying and shaking watching Aliens, and she is just like, I don't know why I'm crying, and she's like, Ugh. like trying to like like almost throwing up because of the chest of the, and you hear the bones crunch. Uh, <laughs> it's like God damn. Well, what's your thoughts on Aliens then? I believe Aliens exist. I don't believe they've uh, visited Earth. Okay, um, I'm a kind of firm believer on that, and I'm also a hater when it comes. to to those people who think aliens have assisted us uh, too. I think people people were smart enough long, long, long ago mm-hmm. to build a civilization, lose it, <laughs> and then we got, got to here. So I kind of believe in that whole theory. Now the other part of the whole... Well, do you think that any of the found footage or captured footage is real? Because I know so much of it yes. can be proven wrong, but there's a few of them that are like, you genuinely can't explain this. I believe because it's so underwhelming a little bit that it's not real uh you have the navajo lights you have uh the uh, fireballs in the sky uh over the ural mountains in russia you have all these things they could just be the military doing some really weird shit i have more confidence in the military just trying weird weapons out in public than i do of an alien civilization that's what like I've you want to park thought. here bro like and see and that's that's always what i've thought when i see any of the you know supposed ufo sightings which technically they're all ufo because it is an unidentified flying yes. object but whether it be extraterrestrial ufo yeah. i say no i so maybe in that regard yes a lot of ufo footage mm-hmm. is real but it's exactly what you said i've always erred on the side of it's weird military flying yeah. machines like i mean you see how fast and accurately drones can move and stop on a dime these days okay if we can on a semi-consumer level get this stuff you're meaning to tell me the government hasn't had that technology for at least 30 fucking years and that goes into another uh conspiracy we'll talk down down the road uh on another episode called darpa which is uh the department of uh advanced weaponry um one of those DARPA inventions was what Kanye West said George Bush calls Katrina with a machine that causes hurricanes. Oh, yes, the weather Be- machine. Yes, yeah, because uh, George Bush hates black people. Right. I believe that was his exact words. Well, I think now it's Kanye it's opposite. West hates and black we, people. And uh, on, a, on a broader note, we know. George Bush loves black women. So <laughs> I think it's. He and Michelle are best friends. I think it's fucking wrong dude like, like Kanye was wrong I was sad I Kanye's been wrong for quite a few years and it's a sad day in the news when I wake up every morning and he's still alive 
That's dark. <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> but with the aliens, another part of the whole conspiracy of aliens is that that's what we get our technology from. You can't have the iPhone, the iPad, the Samsung phone without none of, none of this without the aliens helping piggyback it off this, which I think is bullshit. I think, you know, hard work and science kind of got us here, not mm-hmm. some extraterrestrial who was, you know, uh, piggybacking like, you know what would be cool? If you could see your buddy <laughs> from here to Denmark. You're like, Here's an iPhone. Here's an iPhone. Like that's just how it happens. Yeah. Steve Jobs is like just banging his head against the desk. I don't know what to make. I can't figure it out. I hadn't taken a shower in a month. I can't figure it out. Dude, Bill's got this thing called a Zoom. That thing looks awesome. How do I <laughs> fuck? We've really fucked with the timeline if the Zoom came out first. <laughs> <laughs> the Zoom is superior. <laughs> we fucked with the timeline. We fucked with it too hard. Why is the Zoom superior? Because I put it in a sock and hit you with it, <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> Someone sneezed, sneezed in Steve Jobs' face. Yeah. Oh God. That's Someone messed up the timeline like, just from that. Uh, but going back to the aliens in film, yeah. You know, early on, you know, we have your Buck Rogers, your uh, early, early Disney stuff. When um, some of their movies at the time, when George Lucas was doing his thing in the seventies, you do have some of these offshoots of aliens, and it all kind of progenerates from the Roswell situation, which was the discovery of a alien craft with may have killed two aliens because of a farmer who may have shot them in the head immediately. The amount of air quotes you're throwing is smacking me in the, the face. The amount of reaching I'm going to do, I could climb Mount Everest. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it goes back to the other conspiracies we've talked about about Paul McCartney. It's just like, oh, I'm drawing all the lines and dots and shit. What does it make? Roswell, motherfucker. <laughs> giant word, Roswell. Well, uh, the problem with the Paul McCartney one is they started with three dots and then created a shit ton of their own dots to connect. <laughs> it's kind of like that, that, uh, that draw by numbers uh-huh. dots. They just like, what did you draw? Oh, I drew a cat what'd you do the mona lisa (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) but uh, going into some of the movies like just that we would know of other than et in the 80s um would be star wars would be one of the earliest movies we probably would have grown up with with aliens see and that's where i was kind of maybe at the beginning of the episode going to be like where do we draw the line at aliens in film because yes there are films like star wars that took the idea of different you know alien creatures and kind of creating what you said their own ecosystem their own Mm. you know planetary system of different species but then there's also movies that aliens are the hook of first thing of immediately coming to mind being et and aliens so where when we talk about aliens in film are we wanting to talk about basically any sort of non-human creature that shows up in a film or something that's specifically geared toward a movie discussing aliens movie discussing aliens so 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 I would say Star Wars. Much you know, I'm a Star Wars fan. I would say Star Wars is hardly an alien film. Yeah. It's almost the aliens are there just to push the story along, mm. not the story. Well, think about Star Wars and Star Trek. They're they're all analogies of different races of people. Uh, you have these aliens in their planet, as opposed to these people in their country. Uh, representation of aliens in those movies are probably i see that as more of how far can i go in special effects to produce a character that's very unique and a very unique story so you get these aliens in star trek like the klingons they're people they just look different 
you uh, the Vulcans, they're people with pointy ears. So they're playing on limitations as opposed to Star Wars, which has a whole fucking production company. I can make a fucking Bigfoot alien, or I can make a flying slave trader. <laughs> Watto. <Yeah. laughs> or a kind of a really weird character characterization of Jar Jar Binks, which yeah. actually it sounds like some Sambo fucking like, <laughs> bullshit. Like, it, it does. It, yeah. yeah. But, like, going into, like, singular aliens, where, like, first contact, where, um, where you have someone like Jodie Foster and Charlie Sheen, who, in meet an alien for the first time and they just take off their human skin disguise and it's like that is where you kind of skip from friendly analogy to horror film (laughs) (laughs) so like you could argue E.T. would be an allegory for horror film Or a horror story, but we would decide to befriend the monster instead of murder the goddamn monster. Which is also what I feel like, since you have that belief that there is some sort of extraterrestrial life, that's how it would go down. Yeah. You don't feel like it would go down in a friendly way. No, I do not feel like I feel like the things that the American military has invented isn't to fight people. All right, we've invented things that have no reason to fight people. The F-22 Raptor, which is a plane has no godly purpose to fight people. What do you mean? It's too fast. It's armed too fast. It, it could literally put a nuke up your ass in like two seconds if the president wanted it to. And there's no reason to do that. There's no... Ah. No, no, hold on. Hold on. So ah. so we we fight proxy wars. This is, this is a little different. We fight proxy wars. We don't do world wars anymore. So why do you need a tactical nuclear option if you're just going to send guys in to kill... X men of people in a terrorist group. There's no reason to use these weapons on a broad spectrum of people because they haven't caught up. We've learned this in like the invasion of Ukraine, Russia. Years we grew up years hearing about. Oh, Russia's going to do this. Russia's yeah. going to do that. And then they show up with a fucking car from 1992 with a cannon on it, and it's just like <laughs> they've lied this whole fucking time. So, like, why do we need these weapons if not to fight someone who's going to be far superior above the human race? So that's that's how I that's how I kind of feel that the government is preparing itself. Not 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 just the government, the world is preparing itself just in case <laughs> one of these motherfuckers step out of line. I mean, like, hey, I got a fucking call from space and it's like what did it say well i don't know oh okay <laughs> we'll wait and see i guess like you know what i'm saying it's like that mars attacks it's like a mars attacks where jack nicholson's just like kill them all and it's just like yo no 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 no. we're gonna try to talk to them no kill them all and it's just like yeah you really want that guy in real life we need to kill them all <laughs> and another thing about aliens is i've always noticed is as much difference there is between the human race, you know, not just skin color, but features, height, weight, uh, physical ability, and all this, and mental capacity. You never see that in aliens. They're all the same. They're uniform, the same. The only versions of this I can think of different are the Twi'leks. I was going to say, it wouldn't that be part of the allure of the aliens, though? Is that they're, they're such unified? An, well, they're such an advanced species. There is no greater or lesser than. Everyone is equal. Yeah, but I'm not even talking about the. I'm talking about just different look, like a variation. Because like Avatar, which just came out, uh, all those Navi aliens are tall. They have the same markings. They look like an Indian tribe. They have the same kind of braid. They have the same build as opposed to Star Wars where you have green twilights, blue twilights, red ones. You know, you have these different versions, and that's fine, but it's not represented into, like, the other 
the other canon of aliens. Right. So, like, all the Bosque aliens look like lizard people. All the Chewbaccas, all the Wookiees kind of look the same. Some all look, the Chewbacca people. All the Chewbacca <laughs> All the, the Wookiees look the same. All the Chewbaccas look the same. <laughs> yeah, which is probably, like, a racist statement. It's like, it's like, it's just, like racist as fuck. <laughs> that one has a beard. <laughs> that one has titties. Yeah, that one has titties. Like the original Bigfoot. Like, <laughs> um, but, like, you know, we, we've talked about it before, especially in our Bigfoot episode. Like, for older cultures, aliens is a real thing. They believe, you know, some Midwestern, uh, far Western natives, natives believed that Bigfoot was dropped off. They saw it. They yeah. said they saw it dropped off and, like, got left behind. And when you think about that, are all cryptids just left behind aliens? Which would be terrifying. All by myself. Shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just Bigfoot just, just yelling at Mothman. Will you stop fucking crying? <laughs> I get it. You're a Mothman. I get it. I'm a Mothman. But you can't. But you can't I, I have feelings too. You can't be running toward fires all the time, man. You can't be doing it. They'll kill you. You will get <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude! Stop crying. Uh, oh, just a whole co- just just Ron Funches and probably like uh, uh, Bill Hader just being a Mothman and a Bigfoot just talking cash shit to each other <laughs> would be the best show on Netflix. <laughs> so when we're talking about like the other aliens, let's talk about the horror aliens. Okay. You know, you're the thing. Yeah, the aliens. Um, those are meant to instill fear about the human body. So another part of that is the thing. It's just like, no, it takes you over and then looks like you. It kills you and then becomes you. That's the terrifying thing about aliens, about the unknown. It's like it kind of gets that imposter syndrome a little bit. Like I'm not really who I say I am, but this thing is going to kill me and become me. Yeah, uh, It is visceral and terrifying as opposed to the xenomorph, which is all about representation of sex it's like no this thing will kill you impregnate you and that alien will be a version of you running around but more animalistic and that is kind of a cool story is when you see these aliens coming from space and stuff like that the animalistic ones who you're like well how did they build a ship to begin with it's like no motherfucker they hijacked a fucking ship from some other dumb species who decided to fuck with it and that, that is the more terrifying part of alien mm-hmm. of, of, of this aliens and broad is, right. is like well what happens if an alien craft comes this way and it's stockpiled with some shit some other alien species fucked with and they just threw it our way and like Kobe trash can <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that that kind of that kind of plays onto a, a newer movie uh, that actually came out with actual Ryan Reynolds and uh, a couple other casts where they find an alien species on Mars. Uh, they put it on the ship, but it grows rapidly and starts killing them one by one. Uh, it is a what was it called? Uh, I can't. I believe it's called. Uh, fuck. I would have to look it up. But uh, anyway, it, that's kind of how it ends. It's like its goal is to get to somewhere where it could be big you know and it's found these people who've brought it onto the ship mm-hmm. first of all bad idea uh you never knew that yeah yeah yeah. so anything that's a living shouldn't come in contact with human <laughs> beings at all i would tell the people that are drilling in Antarctica right now and finding microorganisms under the ice stop fucking doing that yeah they were good there by themselves this whole 
time. They don't need to be released out here. They They don't. Maybe just stop fucking with shit would be my fucking priority. (laughs) Stop touching stuff. We're talking about uh, aliens that just kind of got Kobe'd to Earth. Uh, One of those. uh, And and I think a genre that we hadn't really mentioned yet on the show yet, that being animation and cartoons, uh, Roger from American Dad. Yeah, so Roger... He was kind of like a discarded alien to a point. And he looks like the OG alien, the gray. And it, it's, the whole study is just like, oh, Stan felt bad that he was going to get killed, and so he brought him home. Now he's a slapstick character who lives in the attic, and he's the most annoying character on, on Earth. Yes. <laughs> he's the most annoying motherfucker on Earth. And it kind of bothers you a little bit. It's, I fucking hate Roger. <laughs> like, when I watch that show, because he has so these such good lines, uh-huh. and then he just ruins everything. The Ricky Spanish part of American Dad is fucking hilarious. The Ricky Spanish. Uh, whatever he does, bad shit. Um, and going into, like, cartoons and stuff, some of the ones, I don't know if you've watched them growing up, the, uh, you remember when they started making these really bad movies like Mars Need Moms and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, so the aliens there are doing similar similar things to the aliens and Xenomorph. They just need some... They need someone to help take care of all these babies. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a... Let me impregnate you, you and, and let it burst Mars out. Mars needs women. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which probably was a 50s movie. It, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Mars needs bitches. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, the main reason I know that is because uh, there was a Rob Zombie album that had that as a song title and I looked it up and yeah, it was a movie. Yeah. But Rob, Rob Zombie is a fucking 70s and 60s addict just like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> um, Horrible fucking song though. Oh yeah. <laughs> not, not, Mars needs women. Angry red women. Yeah. It's right up here with Super Beast, though. <laughs> uh, but the other alien that immediately comes to mind when I think of an animation, a uh, little bit also off the beaten path, but I think kind of ushered in a new era of kids kind of talking about aliens and extraterrestrial life, Invader Zim. Yeah, so a cool thing about Invader Zim is he's so annoying, he's sent here to Earth to conquer it. And they know he can't do it. And another the funny thing about the hierarchy of that, well, I always thought was funny, he's like, oh, why are those two guys in charge? Oh, they're just tall. <laughs> the two guys that run that whole alien species are just two tall guys. Yeah. And they're both from Whitest Kids You Know <laughs> and fucking Kids in the Hall. <laughs> they're both those two voice actors. And I'm just like, that's that's why they're in charge. They're just too fucking tall. And it kind of kind of brings down the symbolism. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, aliens are stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aliens are fucking dumb. <laughs> fucking dumb. Yeah, but it's like, you know, you know, like in the pantheon of aliens, we're going to come across like, a million years in the future if man is still alive we're going across space we're going to meet like trailer trash aliens <laughs> what would that even look like because here's the thing because it would we, be terrifying because all aliens would look terrifying well because we our cultural understanding of like trailer trash is you know poverty and stuff like that well how you know what is the visualization of poverty used discarded items repurposed into new items mm-hmm. a lot of kind of self taught recycling and getting by mm-hmm. what would that look like on an alien form though so it's like we we have a certain image of what it is for us what would poverty look like for aliens it would be it wouldn't be much so much poverty as it would be embracing uh, an embracing of ignorance <laughs> well what would their ignorance be oh man no Y'all are lying. There ain't no other species out here. It's just, uh, a, it's just us two. It's just us two. And I'm pretty sure 
y'all just dressed up like yeah like uh like y'all came from the other side of the planet and just come and fuck with me <laughs> you came from <laughs> yeah, yeah. well yeah, it's kind of like it's, it's the opposite story of some alien abductions uh, actually so some people who uh, talk about alien abductions you, you believe terry actually went to earth no man he hung out with some mexicans and got the, and got took <laughs> that's what happened they took his truck wait there's mexicans in space now no i'm just talking about that's what happened to some of these people who think they got fucking abducted they didn't get abducted by aliens they got abducted by illegal aliens <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say but the other way around. Like, the alien son about it. I was like, you think Paul really went to Earth? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. He followed his dream. I hope so. Or he could have just burnt up in the atmosphere. I don't fucking know. <laughs> just speckles of dust. <laughs> so Paul. Stardust. Yeah. And that actually, uh, going into, like, the story of, you know, space travel with aliens and stuff like that, a lot of people before NASA, had, uh, like, before World War II, people believed that you couldn't even escape the atmosphere. A lot of scientists thought that the atmosphere would have been too too thick to cause just an explosion if you ever tried to leave Earth. That was an old idea of thinking. So if you think about that and what we think now about space travel, you know, we could just be wrong just as bad as that guy. Um, and our idea of aliens could be vastly fucking wrong because we believe that the human body is perfect for us like you know it's you know two two legs two feet we're balanced we're not like ancestors utilitarian you know we're we're very perfect but on another planet something else might be perfect and we could well, i mean not. an extra set of arms wouldn't hurt yeah no no fuck no why not <laughs> why not uh johnny three dicks over here <laughs> Lives on Saturn. Popular man in town. Be a popular man in town. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just so tired. <laughs> All the time. Hey, Paul, why are you tired? You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I've been begging for a third arm <laughs> this whole fucking week. They gave me the wrong third arm. Yeah. But, like, it, you know, when we're talking about expansion of the human body, you know, we've actually created prosthetics, you know, that replace them, but we've also created prosthetic, uh, prosthetics that enhance people who don't need them. Yeah, they do. So, like, <laughs> one, of, one of the examples that isn't about sex is uh, they invented a, uh, a sixth finger that you can, apparatus that you can wear on your hand, and it's basically a thumb on the other side of your hand, and it's fully functional, and it works, nice. and it creates better grip. I'm sure it, it does. does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can grab a titty better. <laughs> but, you know, as something that's designed for someone who needs a handicap fix, this is also a prosthetic that can help. So a version of this are the, uh, as in like an exoskeleton for people who do shipping, mm-hmm. who wear like uh, exo legs, arms and stuff like that. We see that in Aliens where she's using a giant powerlifting suit to speed the fuck out of this alien. And you're thinking, why didn't we just build a suit to fight aliens? <laughs> <laughs> no, we did, but we use it to lift boxes. <laughs> Like kind of the simple. Well, at least version. warehouse workers are going to be well equipped. Yeah, and when the aliens come, and all I can think of an Archer is when Barry is in space and he's got the fucking forklift in. Hey, I got one of these. <laughs> come on, fight me, you son of a bitch! And it's just like Archer's like, I want to get on a fucking spaceship and kill this motherfucker. Well, uh, would reptilians really be wrapped in with aliens? So. We'll probably discuss that a little bit more when okay. we talk about the Anunnaki, uh, which are an alien race uh, that predate the humans, and then it gets into like the Atlantis and the the subterranean cultures, also the the snake people, the reptilians. Which I love the reptilian theory that they're just bipedal people that just wear human skin, right? And I love the fake ass videos of just like some bitch on fucking news just blinking, and it's like look look her eyes change. It's like 
No. That's just the camera effects. Like, because another example of like an alien type figure I could think of was a scroll, but then yeah. they could also shape shift to look like yeah. humans, which then kind of set me on that path of okay, maybe something more broad would be like reptilian. So and another, that's just, so that's just what made me think. Yeah. That. No, so like in comics, comics actually just before the old uh, old school era of the stupid rules of comics, where good guys had to win, the cops can't fail. Comics code of authority. Shit! It was bullshit. It's worse than <laughs> it's just as bad as the MPAA now, which is another trash fucking censorship. But Marvel and DC doing their aliens is another thing. Marvel went kind of like the horror aspect of it with the scroll and stuff like that because we have to fight them. Mm-hmm. We use the best and brightest and we fight them. The Chitari. The Chitari. Yeah, same thing. They have six fingers on their hands. Which is fucking hilarious because I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with their hands?" I thought like they have those little prosthetic things you're yeah, just talking, talking about, about <laughs> and, they have, and they have four. Uh, they have two sets of eyes, and their jaws go all the way back. But in DC, the most famous alien in DC is Clark. Is Superman? Oh, I was going to go Brainiac. Superman, he's an alien. Yeah, but his physiology changes from when he leaves his planet. And get sent here. Mm. Granted, it's an allegory for Moses. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. A superpowered man. He's still a man. He's but a man. He's but a man. <laughs> <laughs> when we get actual aliens, though, from further back, we get aliens like Darkseid, who is this giant burning man who, who who looks like he's made of rock or steel. Um, but the other aliens, you know, we get the Green Lantern storyline where it's all aliens from across the world. A unified force of all aliens. Even one's a squirrel. <laughs> one's a cat. <laughs> one's a fucking cat. Who's <laughs> yeah. just vicious as shit. But like, we see all these representations of alien, aliens and I think what holds it back is they always look more humanoid at the end of the day. I think that's just because of limitations. Mm-hmm. Like, even the xenomorph has two legs and two arms. Yeah. But when you start watching like the more advanced cuts it's like uh that tail now has a razor blade at the end of it you know yeah uh they're they it's got the mouth with a little mouth <laughs> little mouth oh, i'm a little man <laughs> i want to eat you with my little man <laughs> but you then you got one like the thing which has no form which is like a mimic a ditto if it was a pokemon yeah. <laughs> it just kills you <laughs> and becomes you which would be a great horror pokemon film which is ash coming home and his mom turns around and says those two little dot eyes <laughs> hi and he just throws a pokeball at her and catches her <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the equivalent of like shooting her yeah like they play it like he just shot his mom but he just mm. threw a po- pokeball yeah. at her <laughs> kind of like in terminator 2 is Wolfie okay? Wolfie's fine, sweetie. And just, he just hangs up the phone. Your fucking parents are dead. <laughs> and we got like other forms of aliens. We also have uh, invasion of the uh, body snatchers, which yes. is which are podlings, which just interact with people and then they mimic and then kill the host. Uh, uh, spore-like movies yes. that do the same. Yeah, it's thing. like a, it's like a plant. Just this one, uh, Slither. Mm-hmm. One of the weirdest fucking movies I've ever watched does the same thing. It's an alien from space that creates an amorphous blob at the end. The blob is from space. You know, fucking Steve McQueen has to kill this goddamn thing, <laughs> and he has no idea how to do it, even though it moves at you know one meter an hour. Yeah, it's just this 
it's, it looks like just Kirby. It yeah. got inflated too hard, got yeah. translucent, and like just went. And that was the thing about the blob that was scary is everything it touched made it bigger. Yes, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. See, and I remember the blob. I remember watching that one when I was younger and just being like, "Whoa!" Yeah, he's coming through the vents and yes. shit. And this is those guys accidentally invented that goo shit kids play with because all yes, it is all it's it is, just slime all it is is just like baking soda and fucking like uh, cornstarch cornstarch and a bunch of other stupid shit mixed with dye and it's yep. just like ooh goo kid, <laughs> kids nowadays show no terror at the blob <laughs> no no they're, they're made the of, blob is their friend yeah they're made of sterner stuff than we are <laughs> Those, <laughs> we, were, we were scared of cornstarch yeah. slipping across the floor <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile we got oh we got the magic sand we could pour it in <laughs> Yeah, we were cool with the magic sand, but the slime moving across the floor, that was too much. That was the sticky nah, Flubber is the E.T. of the slime world. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I remember Flubber. I remember I hated that movie so fucking much. <laughs> so stupid. Not necessarily an alien, though. Yeah, it was a chemical attack. <laughs> yes. Uh, same thing with, like, Dune. I wouldn't call the really big sandworms aliens much No, either. so, like, in Dune, you're dealing with a whole... There's actually two aliens in all of Dune. Uh two alien cultures but you will not see them probably for another 40 years when it comes to these movies but in the books you know they don't show up till like the third book right uh we know they exist even the in in dune everyone's still just people you know you the trades people the harkonnens the soda car they're all just fucking people we don't actually see aliens until later on when no. it's like we need to turn the fucking engine on and it's like uh what's in the engine an alien <laughs> if you want just more exciting just watch tremors yeah just watch tremors <laughs> one of the greatest fucking movies ever made <laughs> and like you could argue is tremors an alien no it's just a fucking old animal that's yeah. been woken up but this is an old animal in space yeah shut the fuck up <laughs> uh and i do like i do like when we talk about aliens in film we can take the broader approach of, oh, they're friendly, they're dangerous, or we could work it out. You know, uh, the Klingons are a perfect example. In the beginning, the story of Star Trek, when Gene Roddenberry wrote them, Klingons are the warrior people that want to kill every fucking human and every Vulcan up wrong. By the time Next Generation comes out, dude, his third in command, his weapons officer, is a goddamn Klingon. It's like they've worked that shit out. And yeah. now. In the story of Star Trek, it's everyone working together. As just like Star uh, Star Wars, you have a pantheon of Parliament that's run by this shriveled white guy <laughs> who uses lightning fingers. Yeah, <laughs> which everyone's cool about. Which I uh, which is kind of you know the limitations of theater and everything. But like, there are a lot of humans. In the Star Wars universe, as opposed to the aliens we oh, see, oh yeah, we we hear about alien species, we hear about whole worlds of them, and then we start blowing them up. <laughs> <laughs> and, We've seen a lot more of them in the Disney Star Wars. Yes, though. the Disney Star Wars does have a high representation. Tatooine has a shit ton. Uh, it's just like this vagabond aliens. It's like how'd you get here? Eh, I lost a bit. You know, this, this is what happened. Yeah. Uh, this guy, me, right? Yeah, I, I put all my money on this race, and this fucking hooded Jedi guy <laughs> fucked me. I put all my money into troop coin. <laughs> yeah, I put all my money into troop coin. <laughs> I put it all in that bounty coin. <laughs> Boba coin, not that good. Not that good. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, probably the the economy crashed when Jabba the Hutt died. <laughs> <laughs> One alien dies on this planet, all the money's worthless. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> Now there's a fucking gang war. <laughs> you got a lightsaber I can borrow? <laughs> just one, just one man. Just one, I'm just trying to build this moped. 
I need a crystal. I need a crystal. Just one, just one crystal. Just meth out aliens, just drug addicts, <laughs> and that kind of got to go. Crushing right. up Kyber crystals. Yeah. Well, uh, in, in Star Wars, you have spice. Yeah. In Dune, you have the spice. Spice. Mel- yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Spice. Uh, spice melange. And in South Park, you have spice melange <laughs> or cat piss. <laughs> that was the other one. Cat piss was the other one. Now I thought that was uh, the Tom Brady poop. Mm-hmm. Was the spice melange? So they, they make fun of it twice. Mm-hmm. The drug was the spice melange. Yes, which they're making fun of Dune mm-hmm. because that's what they call it. And I'm just trying to imagine Trey Parker, best. I'll just keep it a straight face, trying to say spice melange <laughs> the whole fucking time. And yeah, even talking about aliens and uh, film and stuff, South Park. That was one of their ongoing ones. I mean, the very first episode, uh, Cartman gets an anal probe. Yeah, and. And the anal probe is yeah, a let's, huge. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> sticking shit up people's asses is, is a clearly alien trait, right? But it's also a fifties thing. Like it's a huge fifties like trope about aliens abducting people. Uh, one of the scariest movies I ever saw growing up was called a movie called Fire in the Sky, and it's about a man being abducted by aliens. And they show what they're doing to him. They're putting him in this fucking, like, elastic material. The, the special effects are all out. The grays are almost like a tannish color. They're in his face. They're putting shit in his eye. They're, they put, like, a needle in his eye. They put these giant things in inside his tips of his fingers to make him do all this stupid sh- like, all this fucked up alien shit. And it's one of the scariest movies you could watch about aliens because the aliens are here to abduct people. Right. And this is his story. And it's based on a true story of a man who said he was abducted by aliens and his friends almost got hemmed up because they couldn't find him. And so the town believed his friends killed him. Check out this Damn. movie. If no one's seen this movie, please check this out. Robert Patrick from What's Turbo, it called again? Uh, Fire in the Sky. Uh, my grandpa who raised me to watch alien movies showed me this. Uh, and I was just done. I was like, fuck no. Like, I was not age appropriate to watch that movie. How old? I was probably about six. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, if you get a chance to watch Fire in the Sky, it is one of the most disturbing movies of its time. But it is based on a true story from this man's account. And he describes visually what they look like, what they did to, did to him, the inside of the ship how he got abducted and they show it all in the movie and you know on a comic aspect it's not funny but the other ones are the other stories are it's right. just like oh fucking Tommy Lee down here got fucking abducted by his shucking corn and he said he, they, they did stuff to his asshole <laughs> and it's just like shut the fuck why up why the asshole though why think, the anal probe I'm just pretty sure they were just into some weird shit and that was how they like coped with it I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's just like that, that deep down, like they wanted to try some gay shit and that's what they did. And they're just like, did y'all do some gay shit in the woods? <laughs> just, just, just be honest. You, you did some gay shit in the woods. Yeah. No man. It was aliens. You, it was, it was, you, you did some gay shit in the woods. <laughs> no, no fuck no. Where, where was Jim Bob? In the woods. <laughs> he kind of just, he just looks away. Yeah. <laughs> just the interview. He just looks away. He's like, no, no, it, it, it was gay. We said slap back, no take back. <laughs> it ain't gay if you say it was gray. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gay if you beat him up afterwards. But no, so I, I just thought that was always you funny. You can take that though. out of context out of the way you want. 
I just always thought that was weird is it was always the anal probe. And also, if aliens are supposed to be such this advanced species, why is it in all these movies and film and stuff they want to study the human? So that was another part of the whole idea of how dangerous the aliens are. Is it easier for them to abduct us, study us, to figure out how to kill us? Is it easier to, like so when we when we find Hey aliens, we're really easy to kill. This thing that's bobbing on the top of our body is really fragile if you hit it with a bat. <laughs> you can kill us pretty fast and easy. Yeah, so when we thought when the whole the whole part of that part of the story of aliens is them just learning about us. Just the same way we learned about other species. We kill the species kill kill one of them, cut them open, hey, where's his lungs? Where's his kidneys? Where's kind of the same thing, but uh aliens are more of catch and release. And it's fucking disgusting. Like it's just weird as shit. So they're mainly just fishermen. Yeah, fishermen. And it's it. It kind of makes it kind of funny because you know there's going to be that one quint alien and he's going to get a fucking human on board who's just going to rip his shit apart. Like, just some big old dude is going to get abducted and start, he starts kicking the shit out of these. You called the wrong motherfucker yeah, today. Yeah, your Arnold Schwarzenegger type gets, you know, get abducted by the predators. And I was like, thinking like some Texas type. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some big fucking heavyweight motherfucker yeah, yeah. and just starts beating the shit out of him. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll snap you like a twig, boy. And so another part of the theory of aliens is they're not aliens at all. They're us from the future coming back to see us. Now, this then they hear, hear me out on this. So uh, the structure... <laughs> So hear me out on this. So the theory. Anything, I'm sorry. Any conspiracy or story you have to start where you say, "Hear me out on hear this." Hear me out on this. <laughs> now I don't believe this, but this is how the story goes. Uh, in the beginning, uh, Jesus made. <laughs> no, so so when we look on an anthropological study, you know, when we look at early humans, they are shorter. They're not as muscular. They have uh, different digestive not systems, but different needs needs yeah Yeah. so they can eat raw meat a little bit better than we could you know um their bone structures is not a dense we who have grown up in a highly nutritious you know diet we can get vitamins and minerals we need to survive so over time mainly americans which is kind of odd are bigger not just in weight but in height so we have if me and you were to go back in time to let's say the time of jesus Everyone would be about five foot tall. Right. We being six foot or over would be seen as something, you know, pointed out. Yeah. You know, kind of like if we were to go to Korea or something. Yeah. Hey, look, look, look two white guys. But tall. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So that's how that no would make us. No make us. So that's how that goes. But uh, some anthropologists, scientists believe that humans, as we go on, in time will continue to change you know main one uh, one is uh, our eyes would mainly get bigger um our structure would change a little bit based on diet and exercise and stuff like that or just use because we don't need certain things like we don't need a super strong back because i'm not trying to build a goddamn house yeah no i built a machine to build the house <laughs> you know what i'm saying so uh evolutionary standards in millennia mm-hmm. would change the human form and that's another part of aliens this is is the horror aspect of an let's say humans go to this planet well their lungs have adapted over the years to be smaller to take in a certain type of air or their eyes have gotten bigger to contrast the light in the sky you know their their hands have gotten a certain way you know what i'm saying like anything conditional creates evolution right we know this as theory the same reason like Elephants look the way they do. Fish look the way they do. 
other than squids oh, everything's fine squids i'm pretty sure aren't from earth oh so, are so, they aliens so here's the theory about that squids have no genetic majority uh likeness to any other species okay we are closer to the crab than squids are to anything else on Earth. Wow. The octopi and squids have no familiar genetic code with anyone, any other species so far. We keep digging, and we're going to find one, and it's going to be like some 20-foot-tall goddamn fish. That's <laughs> we been, unleashed Godzilla. Yeah, they probably dropped the Titanic or some shit. So, um you never know. That's the great thing about aliens when we're talking about them. You never fucking know. You could draw a cartoon. Guess what? The universe is so vast. There's something out there that looks like that. You know, from if your fuck if your nephew was to draw something with a pen, just go. Yep. Hey, what's that? Oh, that's a real alien. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. It looks like a Tangler Pokemon, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fucking alien. Where's my Pokeball? Goddamn it! There's a Pokeball. Uh, and like. I think there is kind of a lulling in society. The, the main conspiracy theory of all alien movies and TV is to lull us into a kind of a base understanding that if aliens were to show up, we wouldn't massively freak the fuck out. Uh, a good example is in the movie Paul, where he <laughs> talks about how they've been slowly drip feeding the human race into what aliens might look like. And it's right. always these cartoons and all this stupid shit. And he's just like, oh, when an alien finally shows up, everybody would be cool. Yeah. They wouldn't. No, 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 not no, at no, all. no, no. Uh, we, it, we as a collective society would just lose our minds. Mainly, mainly most religious people would just, fucking lose it because you just slap them in the face of another species. Well, no, they would say it's of the devil. Yeah, probably. They, they would just flip it around. It's yeah. of the devil. Yeah, probably. And Or they would try to do mission work there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to Mars and try to tell about Christ and they'll be like, oh, you mean this guy? And it's their Christ? And it's just like, he's still here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeesh. Awkward. Awkward. He and, said we were his first. And like, and like some of the other stories of of like religion talking about aliens when they talk about all oh, a fire from the sky chariots of fire and all this stuff are they describing aliens you know or and me and you've probably talked about this before but when we go outside at night living in charlotte we don't really see the sky for what it is because of the light pollution we can't see it like when we go to brad's sometimes if they turned off you know if they turned off all their lights we would see the big sky if we go out to montana though we would see all of it and how visceral of an experience that would be oh, yeah. for us to see hey we're seeing what looks like the milky way you know the guardian belt that goes around us and mars and everything mm-hmm. you know we're seeing everything so imagine back then where it's just fucking pitch black and you're looking at the sky so you're gonna have some wild ideas like hey man what you think is up there it's like I, I saw don't. some fire. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a fucking star fall from the sky, and you're just like, fuck, maybe, fuck, maybe. that'd be fucking terrifying. Um, and but it also goes into like an existential crisis. This is like, how big is my fucking problems right now, <laughs> as opposed to the great story of the universe? It's like, <laughs> no, if gods do exist, they don't care about your dildos, <laughs> which is a great meme that's been going around lately. God doesn't care about all your dildos. <laughs> Well, has there been any like alien in film that we really haven't covered yet that I feel like the people in Discord and commenters will be like, motherfuckers, you didn't talk about this. 
Paul. Paul. <laughs> uh, well, not really, because when you were talking about science fiction, you do have the three realms. You have your evil aliens, your good intentional intention aliens, your ETs, uh, your Pauls, uh, and then you have your xenomorphs and your things. And then you have Star Wars and Star Trek, which is a unification of the future. You know, something we hope to be in the future. You know, if we see these aliens, are we going to be friends with them? And another great aspect of this, which was kind of done on a movie that kind of just didn't get no fucking money was city of a thousand planets uh which was uh a movie that came out about four or five years ago mm-hmm. uh and it opens up with starman by david bowie and it's just a space station and an alien ship arrives that needs help and they meet the aliens and as the song progresses time progresses and they meet more aliens and more aliens and more aliens until it becomes this giant station full of different aliens and cultures and to where it has to move because it's fucking with gravity so it's like so but like city of a thousand planets if you get a chance check that out because that is the ultimate form of seeing what other aliens because you have bad aliens you have good aliens you have you know repercussions and stuff like that right and it is vast in the story um it didn't make any money because it was a comic book movie that no one of a comic no one read (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i don't think i'd ever heard of it either Nah, Claire Devlin's in it and some other motherfuckers are in it, but it's not that popular. Yeah, I got you. Well, I'd say this is a pretty good episode of The Cryptic Conspiracy, Cole, unless there's anything else you need to school me on before class is over. So, have you heard of the theory of why we'll never meet aliens? This is real quick. So Maybe? So, th- there's a theory that uh, we will eventually hit the wall when it comes to progress. Um People who believe in the Anunnaki use this theory because of why we never see like materials left of Atlantis or these other advanced humans who lived along these aliens is because they hit the Great Wall. Okay. Um, the Great Wall is, at some point, we are going to be so advanced that we can't advance any further. We would hit a... By the time the iPhone 56X comes out, we cannot progress any further in the evolution of our species and technology. Okay. And we'll hit the wall, and there's nothing gets past the wall. And then once you hit that wall, you die. So civilizations who hit the wall uh, just cease to be. And that's just a theory, and that's why. And that theory goes into why we've never seen other aliens because they've hit a wall to where they can't reach out to us or the other second theory to that is no matter because we constantly send out transmissions to space hey we're here we literally do that like as a collective society that's what happens there's satellites in chile that do all this shit and we're constantly sending out steve Haw- stephen hawking before he died said stop fucking doing that <laughs> just fucking no just don't because yeah. you know he thought like aliens were going to murder us all and yeah. fuck our faces so that's what he thought so <laughs> he watched too many movies yeah he watched too many movies <laughs> he had nothing to do he was in a wheelchair <laughs> so it ain't like he's going out for a jog so the beeline to that is the messages we're sending out are going to civilizations who wouldn't understand what they're seeing. Right. Uh, not like, you know, if I try to speak to you in French, we could have a conversation, but this is on a whole new level. This right. is, they cannot even perceive the radio waves we're sending. And that is more terrifying than anything. It's like, if we do see aliens, how could we 
you know, speak to them if they don't understand us at all. Mm-hmm. You know, there is blatant understanding, but no understanding is terrifying. Yeah. Um, and we've seen what bad communication does here just just by just getting people to fucking together for a barbecue. So yeah. like <laughs> trying to trying to establish communication. Send, two, send a dry text and it can be read fifty different ways. Yes, and that's why I hate texting. That's, that's not tone. That's why I use memes. Yes, <laughs> I do too. Most of the time, I reply in the group chat. That's why I use a gif or a meme. That way, I could like really express the way I'm feeling. Yeah. Well, a great example of this. You sent me that thing about you know, the uh, the uh, TV going out. Yeah. And I was just like. Yeah, I kind of noticed it. I was just like, wow, that kind of sounds like a dick. (laughs) (laughs) See, and that's the thing, too. It's like, I knew you weren't meaning to be a dick, but I actually did read it as... Yeah, kind of noticed. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I was just like, punctuation's fun, and the advancement of the English language is fun, but text so, does not convey tone. I don't give a fuck how many smiley faces you give. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I knew you weren't like bad or nothing. And that's another so- thing. And that's another thing. You when you talk about communication, are they going to use? Do they know what tone and inflection and everything yeah, so like you're, that you're, means? You, yeah, you you have to assume, and you know if they smile, does that mean? They're happy because on the human body form, a smile is just reflexive to the brain. That means happy because when we're children, we see people smile and they're in good spirits. So that's that's kind of a natural thing. If they smile, what does that mean? Are they hungry? Are, are they about to kill? Are they pissed? Uh, did they realize that we smell bad or something? <laughs> like, are they? Do we smell delicious to these pieces of shit? <laughs> No, you really don't know. And and I guess no matter how many movies and cartoons yeah. and shows we watch, we'll never get that answer until they actually show up. Yeah. Um, Unless they're already here. Yeah. But like, that's what I like about the xenomorph. It doesn't communicate. It just kills. <laughs> it doesn't stick out a finger and be like, I can heal you. <laughs> I can stick this up your butt. Yeah. <laughs> E.T. phone butt. And if I think, if I think about it, the xenomorph is, if it, if it, like, all the xenomorphs we see are xenomorphs that have birthed from humans. If it gets a hold of like a dog, it even changes its physiology from the dog because that happens in Alien 3, uh, which is kind of fucking scary. The dog xenomorph is fast as shit as opposed to like the human xenomorph that just, you know, hops around and still terrifying. I I can't wait till they do another xenomorph movie, Aliens movie, where you can see it in the daytime Mm. because that would be legitimate scary. The last one they did with uh, James Franco and all them, they had one that was like on the side of a jet. And Mm. it's like, oh, fuck, you see it in the daylight a little bit. That fucking thing is massive (laughs) because it's always hidden in the shadows and shit. But it's like, nah, give me one in the broad daylight in a field or some shit. I'm going to kill this fucking thing. (laughs) No hiding, you son of a bitch. (laughs) But that'll be our episode for that. Like I said, this is going to be a multi-part series for the Alien uh, story. Like We are waiting for some special guests to come on, uh, but we will come back with you for another cryptic conspiracy cult, however we see fit. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Alex, for joining us on this episode. Thank you for having me. Check us out on our new con- uh, the Couch Potato episodes coming out soon. Uh, if you have any suggestions, let us know. Uh, thank you for listening.